Prior to the discourse in today's gospel, Jesus healed a man who had lain ill for 38 years. The healing was on the Sabbath, which provoked persecution from the religious leaders in Jerusalem. When he spoke up to defend himself, his words were startling. Instead of explaining that there's nothing unlawful about doing good to someone on the Sabbath, he said, my father is at work until now, so I am at work. In other words, I'm not bound by the Sabbath because I am the God of the Sabbath. And that's precisely how they interpreted his words. Verse 18 says, For this reason the Jews tried all the more to kill him, because he not only broke the Sabbath, but he also called God his own father, making himself equal to God. In today's gospel, Jesus establishes the grounds on which they ought to believe his claim to be the Son of God. To understand his argument, we have to understand something about Jewish law, namely that in disputed cases, the law required a testimony to be verified by two or three witnesses. So Jesus says in verse 31, If I testify on my own behalf, my testimony cannot be verified, but there is another who testifies on my behalf. Then he goes on to list his witnesses. The first is John the Baptist. Remember, John had pointed out him out as the Messiah at the Jordan River. But Jesus qualifies John as a witness. He says, I'm not saying this because any human is worthy to witness to my divinity, but I say it to help you because many of you trusted John. But I have a testimony greater than John's, he continues. The works the Father gave me to accomplish. Here he points to his miracles as the evidence that his Father is working in him and through him. In addition, he says, his Father has testified on his behalf. Here he might be referring to the Father's voice at his baptism. This is my beloved Son, in whom I am well pleased. Finally, the Scriptures testify on his behalf, because he fulfills them. In this entire discourse, we see that while Jesus wants to help his persecutors to believe in him, he himself is completely unconcerned with what anyone else thinks of him. He says, I do not accept human praise. He knows who he is. The Father's testimony is enough for him. We're invited to live in the same way, to let the Father tell us who we are, and to give up worrying what everyone else thinks of us. Today, Jesus wants us to experience the joy and freedom that comes from forgetting about human praise and living in the constant, loving gaze of the Father. When we stop seeking the praise that comes from others, we'll begin to hear the Father's voice more clearly in our hearts. This is my beloved Son. This is my beloved daughter, in whom I am well pleased.